Planet Water Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Planet Water, the HNO podcast with Martin and Chance. And we have a special guest here in episode four. We have Katja with us, Chance. We have a lady in the room. <laughs> a German lady. <laughs> a German lady. And I, and I said it again. Yeah, you are German today. No <laughs> I have to say, like, we, we said it in the, in the last podcast because we had Michael Matter from Austria. Mm -hmm. Then in the episode two, we had... Uh, Stefan Euling from Germany, so it feels like the, we always have a German guest here. <laughs> you need to extend your circle of We really need to do something. That, that's why I'm here. Jens, <laughs> how was your Christmas? It was amazing, man. I got to relax after uh, a lot of work and we just hung around the house and listened to Christmas nice. carols and ate chocolate. That's it was nice. Great. Yeah. Eat chocolate? Yeah. We like this, huh, Katja? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is great that, that you eat a chocolate. What kind of chocolate are you eating? super super dark chocolate so i'm vegan so i can't have like milk or anything in it so it's always awesome. like black which is amazing and then you get super buzzed off it too <laughs> <laughs> but are there drugs in chocolate um well there are stimulants in chocolate so there's caffeine and i think theobromine theomo yeah theobromine yeah. which is is that also in tea or no uh no it's not it's it's actually very Theanine similar is in tea. yeah it's very similar to caffeine in terms of how you react to it that's mm -hmm. kind of why you get the buzz it's the theobromine in there yeah no wonder you should always give a woman chocolate huh? that's right lots of antioxidants it feels it feels yeah. good for everybody <laughs> for both sides that's great so I received some emails again, Chance, over uh, over the Christmas season, and I have to. I want to share it obviously with you guys, because we're always happy when you guys are sending us stuff in. And the first one, it, uh, I did a screenshot from from Twitter, and Captain, I am Captain, sent me or hashtag me obviously on it. Hey, yo, Christina P and Tom Segura, my girlfriend's brother, get her a bunch of mineral waters for Christmas and made a carrying case with a Martin Reese quote on it, and then hashtag water champ. And I was amazed. So this came in yesterday. And when you look at the picture, no, you see the no. case, so awesome. water is not just water. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, and now my name, Martin Reese. And then the, um, he put even down a little menu, and then it says uh, sommelier certified. That is amazing. And then the oh, waters yeah. what he had in there were Aqua Carpatica from Romania, then Case Rock Water from California, Starkey, what we have here on the table today. Then we have Icelandic Glacial. This will be on our new water menu. Salva la Vita from California. I don't even know that. You have never tried that before. Correct. So we should we should check that water out. And then Wayakia from Hawaii, what we have at Patina too. So I love that. That was really awesome, I think. This is a real this connoisseur is, there. Yes. So Captain, when you're listening in, you're seeing us here on YouTube. Uh, thumbs up. That was <laughs> that was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. Then another one sent me this picture, Pantsman. Uh, no other water says water quite like this water. And then Dazani. Oh, boy. I exceptional taste. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're not really big fans of Dazani. And I think he, he sent me the picture just for that because he knows that I don't like Dazani. So, I, but I like the pictures that you guys are sending me in. And then another one from MV Matt Wipe. Uh, great room. My brother yeah. got me this for me. Can't wait to try them all and look at this. No way. 
Look at all. They're like, I don't know how many waters on the picture. It's like your water closet there. Yeah, it's almost my water closet. <laughs> and you see Aquapana, Mountain Valley Springs, Voss, Icelandic, Wayakia, Evian. There's so many waters in that picture. So it's really, really what cool. What is this one here? Do you recognize that? This one? No, I think it's, it's called Eternal, I believe. Hmm. Something like that. So Fiji in the background, Pellegrinos right there, Badoas right here over here, Evian. So great job. Great job over there. Very nice. And then Derek. Derek sent me an email. Very cool. Recently, I was able to get the TDS of my local tap water and wanted to share with you all the mummies that listen in. Keep up the great work and keep the jeans very high and tight. We always have our jeans high and tight, obviously. <laughs> and, and be thirsty. Cheers. And then he sent me and forwarded me the email, what he received. From the oh, city cool. of Spokane, water quality coordinator for my water dad used to live there. Really? Yeah, that's I used to spend settled. summers there. That is <laughs> pretty funny. Cool. That is funny. Chance, you wanna you wanna read it? Yeah, in the city of Spokane water system, the TDS in the most recent testing averages 153 milligrams per liter. So that's a TDS of 153, and it can range from 118 to 204 throughout the year. Very interesting. That's pretty so high. that's pretty high. That's yeah. really and high. And city of Spokane, I have to say thank you so much for for replying to this email. I think this is great that you are very open minded about your water quality, and I think this is great that you replied obviously to everybody and that we received it here now from Derek to our Planet Water podcast. And I'm very happy to to receive this email. So thank you so much for that. And please, guys, huh, when you're listening in here. Uh, please send us an email to planetwaterpodcast at gmail.com. We're always here for you. We would love to see your emails and we want to obviously showcase them then here on YouTube on the screen. Or when you're listening in, please uh, listen in here at Google Plus, iTunes and where we are. SoundCloud. SoundCloud yep. as well. And yeah, Podbean. Podbean is our server where we're always uploading all our uh, podcasts. Here we go. Planet Water, episode four. And I'm so happy that I have Katya with us here today. Katya is a very close friend of mine. Uh, Katya, where did we met? Do you remember? We actually met at uh, the Ray Stark's bar at LACMA. Ah, correct. Yeah, you were serving water. I was I serving think, water. Something think, completely unusual I for me. I think <laughs> I passed the test because you asked tap water or, or bottled. I'm like, is it filtered? And I think that's oh. how I passed the test. Because <laughs> the test. I was like, I'm not going to have tap water. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we got talking because of your accent. I'm like, yeah, are you German yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. so where are you coming from originally? Uh, originally, I'm from a little teeny tiny town north of Hamburg, Germany. Um, so very far up north, uh, between the Baltic and northern uh, North Sea. So I think pretty close to where you grew up, which is uh, pretty, what is what is fine. the what is the town's name? It's called Bad Oldesloe, which Bad Oldesloe. Which I think outside of Bad Oldesloe, nobody knows. It's Bad Oldesloe if you pronounce it English, which is uh. even weirder. Um, but yeah, I lived there, grew up there, um, grew up with lots of chocolate, obviously. Basically, Nutella was half my diet when I grew up. <laughs> that was my thing. It's like I think so, every, every German person yeah, has like I, half, I, half I eating Nutella for breakfast. Yeah, it's very a, famous. Can't get away with that. Um, Even our national soccer team makes commercials for Nutella really? in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. My oh, little they're... sister is obsessed with Nutella, yeah? which is yeah. crazy. I've never seen like uh, Midwestern girls. Like, I never even heard of Nutella until I was like 20 years old. And my little sister is that like is obsessed funny. with it. 
That is so funny. Well, and there's a difference. I think they changed it now, but there's a difference of the European versus the American Nutella. Really? Mm -hmm. So the European uh, Nutella is mostly uh, well, it's chocolate and you know lots of uh -huh. sugar and all sorts of stuff, but the nut is hazelnut. Uh -huh. Whereas here in the U.S., it tastes different because they substitute a lot of the hazelnut for peanut because it's cheaper. Really? And so the, the European the European Nutella is actually better. So you actually get imported Nutella. It's kind of like um, Coke, right? The yeah, cane exactly. sugar the Coke Mexican Coke. The, the Mexican Coke versus mm. the, the corn syrup. So getting um, scammed. So, yeah. So <laughs> Again, the, huh? So the real, the real stuff. Ferrero is owning it, huh? Nutella? Yeah, it's Ferrero. Mm. Yeah, that's right. But I think peanuts are more common here in the States. Anyhow, They're cheaper here and more common, yeah. uh, but it yeah. does change the flavor, For the obviously. taste profile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think as well, when I taste here Nutella from a plastic yeah can or like plastic bag and in germany they're always glass really? it already tasted there differently really yeah the look wow. and feel is just different yeah but it's mm. probably the hazelnut too I oh mean, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sure. sense when there are more peanuts in it than hazelnuts mm. obviously yeah. the whole taste profile yeah. will change yeah. yeah very interesting yeah. ferrero what are you doing huh to americans <laughs> yeah unbelievable I want my Nutella with hazelnuts, not with peanuts. Same. You'll just have to wait for my Nutella, which I developed, which is a vegan, oh. which is a vegan uh, Nutella, but with nice. my chocolate in it. And um, chance is getting more and more exciting <laughs> yeah, here because yeah. chance is vegan, and chance is like, wow, this is like yeah. just the yeah, best podcast ever already. I'm just trying to figure out how to commercial. I've had a lot of taste testers, and everybody basically, I've, I've basically go by memory, so I have a gazillion allergies. We can get into that a little later, which mm -hmm. is how I got into chocolate and this kind mm -hmm. of pure chocolate that I make um, but yeah so I can't really have regular Nutella anymore because I can't do dairy and I'm not vegan mm. but I'm just allergic mm -hmm. and there's a lot of other like soy lecithin and all sorts of ingredients in Nutella that are just if you're allergic not good and generally not that great mm. for you so sure. I'm like I can't give up Nutella forever so I bet I went by memory and kind of recreated the Nutella that I've had in my, in my head from when I grew up and um, so I gave this to a lot of friends for taste testing and they're like, this is what you think Nutella like tastes like? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, this is so much better. So they're all like, this is like crack cocaine. This is so addictive and wow. so good. So, but good um, that they said it was way much better. Yeah, yeah no, no, of course. I was like, really, guys? What? But yeah, like, no, imagine's like, so you really awesome. think this is Nutella? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I use a lot. I'm not going to give up the percentages, but I use a lot more um, hazelnut and basically just like four ingredients, five okay. ingredients in there. So it's very nice. pure. But I'm, I haven't commercialized it yet. That's my sort of my next step. Okay. So you you came from Bad Aldersloh, a very yes. small town. What is actually in Germany a little famous, huh? Bad Aldersloh. Is it? For the... Is there not Bad Schwartau and Bad Aldersloh? Is it not all the same region where yeah, the is. very famous jams are coming from? Well, Bad Schwartau, yeah, that's where all the jam yeah. is coming from. Yeah. But Bad Aldersloh, it, actually, it's it's funny. I uh, had to do a talk on the town when I was an exchange student, and I had to like look at the history, and I didn't know anything about my hometown. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, Bad, which means bath. So that's a mm. bath town. So it used to be huh. like there used to be um, like salt mines, and so they had like healing baths and so forth. So that's like how that, they yeah. got the name Bath. Mm -hmm. But um, Actually, it's a total scam because <gasps> they figured that after they had the whole same thing set up, I forgot for how many years, it was just sort of a sideline of like a, the real one and it just died. So <sighs> they got the destination of Bath Town, but basically everything was disassembled. Germany, so, no yeah. But way. they got to keep the bath. But Aldersloh, what's yeah. going on over there? <laughs> just, I'm telling you. But, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and I wanted to make you a little, little promo for the city and now like you're hearing it's all the really scary... It's really pretty. It's really <laughs> quaint. It's it's nice because it's it's about 20 minutes by train from Hamburg. Okay. So it's, uh, How many people living there? Do you know? It's about 21,000. Okay. Oh, so wow. it is, really it is small. a smaller. It's it is really a, small, yeah. yeah. When you think this is small, Chance, huh? I'm mm -hmm. coming from a town of 250. So, no <laughs> yes. way. So for me, it's about all the slows for me huge. Wow. 21,000 is like way bigger than obviously 250. Yeah. So 
Okay, so you bet all this low and then you decide and bet all this low suddenly, oh, let's go to Los Angeles? No, no, no. So I, uh, I, went, to, uh, I went to study in Bamberg, which is near Nuremberg, which is Bavaria, so th mm -hmm. southern Germany. Um, uh, did uh, what's, I think it's here called MIS. It's basically your mixture between becoming a computer science major and getting your MBA. So it's kind of a combination hmm. of business and computer science because I've always been a nerd. So that worked pretty perfectly. However, I realized pretty quickly that I'm, um, you know, I would have to go into consulting, work at IBM or Oracle, and like, yeah, that's just not what I want to do. Um, so I decided. Had you, you know, almost passed out yeah, here right now, so we don't want. <laughs> and no offense, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's amazing. Obviously, it just wasn't what I, my passion mm -hmm. was yeah. about. Um, so at the time, I, I just, I've always played video games. I always loved special effects. So I wanted to do something in media and technology, ideally. So okay. I figured, you know what, I'm going to quit this. I'm going to drop out of college. Made my parents not very happy. Um, but I had a plan. I'm like, I'm going to go study media sure. technology. And um, so they were, you know, not happy, but at least I had a plan. I wasn't just like, mm -hmm. I'm dropping out. Um, and uh, so to make up that time of not, you know, going to school until I get the new school, I was like, I got to work. So I got, by total coincidence, I got this internship um, in Munich at a media production company. And oh, wow. so I uh, actually started working on a video game. And which is what I really wanted to do. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty great. Um, so I'm going to do that. And uh, they gave me an internship. And after half a year, they're like, well, you want to work here? And uh, I started really getting into that gaming project. And long story, met the, the main person that actually developed the game engine for the game and put the game together. We worked really well together. And uh, he decided to start a company selling uh, technology for game developers. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. So I never went back to college. Um, so we founded that company. And a wow. couple of years forward, we had offices in, uh, in Munich, in Paris, in Tokyo, and in London. And we always knew that our market was going to be in the US because it was video games. And so that's how I got out to LA. And uh, basically wow. helped, went out here with an with a application engineer and myself and then hired a local CEO. And I essentially built up um, sales here for the company, which is what I'd done in Europe beforehand. So. That was a lot of fun. So, so no chocolate yet. <laughs> no, so you did this. And then after, at one point, you decided, okay, let's continue technology? Or Yeah, I mean, I love tech. Um, and, you know, hence, it was a combination with video games, which I always loved. So it was, you know, other people get really excited about seeing, you know, actors and such. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Dave Perry. He developed, you know, MDK. And uh, so I was like, just... <laughs> MDK was a great game for PlayStation, right? Yeah, I loved course. that game when I was show. little. <laughs> yeah, I met Dave. So no way. Um, yeah, he was awesome, actually. He was a super humble guy. You know, he was so well known in the industry. He gave us all these tips. And I was wow, just like, this crazy. is so cool. So I got to meet all my heroes that I, you know, that mm -hmm. I loved the games of. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I definitely wanted to stay in tech and, uh, stay with that company until we sold to another tech company and, um, basically did a bunch of other startups in the tech area and then, um, ended up at Intel, uh, for about seven years and then just felt like, okay, I've kind of had my 20 year tech career mm -hmm. and I need a new challenge. And it's time to move on. It's time to wow. move on. I still love tech. I'm still a nerd. I mean, you know that we always oh, yeah. like when we meet, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you have new? Um, and, the uh, whole home is like operated by one cell phone. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a home she, kid. Smart she can, she, can, she yeah. can do everything with her smartphone. 
even to turn on the light in a different mood and when fireplace she wants to on. fireplace on <laughs> and everything and everything turns into red colors it's like tony stark it's yeah. really iron man yeah. yeah. it's really fun when my garage door opens all my lights turn on the fireplace turns uh, if the temperature is under 70 in the room and it's between 8 a.m. So cool. and 10 p.m. <laughs> so yeah it's wow. so i get i get a little lost in that stuff but, yeah. anyway. but it's fun i think it's great I, I love this kind of stuff too and my wife is always killing me almost to to say like are you nuts i can i not just turn on my 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 lamp with a regular like switch <laughs> do i really need to put my cell phone up between that mm. but it's it's fun i think it's easier yeah me, my, i love this my I parents this were visiting too. and i was standing literally right in front of the espresso machine into my phone espresso machine off <laughs> no and they're like seriously you're right there i'm like that's yeah, so but, funny you know. <laughs> oh, wow. and now the watch does it too so it's even cooler yeah yeah, yeah that is fun anyways okay so you wanted yeah. to move on And white chocolate. Um, so I actually started uh, with truffles. So again, kind of hmm. going back to my allergies, I got diagnosed with celiac disease about 12 years ago. And which is, I don't know if everybody knows celiac disease, but it's a severe gluten intolerance. Mm -hmm. And it's actually real autoimmune disorder. There's, you know, there's a difference between celiac disease and just gluten intolerance. So this mm -hmm. will actually really ruin like the inside of my body. It's kind of like diabetes, which is an autoimmune. So your body sure. attacks itself. Sure. Uh, so it's a real thing. And um, so after discovering that and feeling a lot better, I was really sick for about a year. Um, I discovered that I have all these other allergies that were kind of masked by just being so sick from the celiac. Wow. And so as I slowly uh, recouped, I was like, well, I don't want to give up all the food. I love eating. I love cooking. And uh, I really had to learn how to cook. And so um, I had done that for the last few years. And chocolate was always a big part of it. Because if you buy, I don't know what chocolate you had yesterday for Christmas. Um, but if you go in their store, a regular store, there's typically some sort of uh, soy lecithin in them or some other lecithin or other ingredients that, you know, might be contaminated by dairy, might be contaminated with gluten. So I'm like, I'm not going to risk mm -hmm. getting sick. So I started kind of experimenting doing my own stuff, especially like with truffles and baking and all sorts of things. Yeah. So my original idea was actually to do um, allergen free, allergen friendly uh, truffles. Um, so I did like a whole chocolatier class. I'm a certified uh, chocolatier. Very cool. I wow. learned that uh, for a couple of months. Um, and while still at Intel, so I was really busy. <laughs> But, you know, all my friends were super psyched. Like, try this. Um, and uh, Hopefully yeah. Katya will shop with some new truffles today. Yeah. Huh? It's like they're all like getting completely nerdy and exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got out of the, the truffles a little bit. Um, um. So, uh, yeah, and then um, the, the problem I had with the truffles was I wanted to not use cane sugar. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, it's just, I don't think it's that healthy. It's kind of overprocessed. It's a higher glycemic index. So I only wanted to use coconut sugar or some other alternative sugar. But when you try to buy curvature, which is basically what any, there's a difference between chocolate maker and chocolatier. So a chocolatier is somebody that basically takes somebody else's chocolate curvature mm -hmm. and makes truffles with mm -hmm. it. And then a chocolate mm. maker is somebody that actually buys the beans, sources the beans mm -hmm. and really gets it from we'll get to this term mm. later as well bean to bar um and so i was stuck like i can't find curvature that uses coconut sugar so i had to buy 100 and then mix in my sugar mm -hmm. but if you mix it in you, you still have that graininess that you okay. don't want hmm. so you what you really need to melange it which is essentially you're putting it into the stone grinder and it, it grinds down the particle size hmm. so that on your tongue it really melts and you don't feel that kind of, kind of grittiness i mean if you've ever had the sort of traditional Mexican chocolate, these round bars, I don't know if you've ever had them, but they're actually stone ground and that's sort of their hmm. thing. They're kind of gritty and grainy, but that's kind of, that's part of the, the texture and the sure. taste. But for like regular chocolate and truffles, you want really just smooth melt in your mouth kind of chocolate. So I'm like, well, what do I do? And I was like, just make chocolate. I'm like, 
I can't do everything. Like, these are already, because I use these pure ingredients and no additives, no coloring and all this stuff, they're already going to be like 4 or $5 for a truffle, which is a tall order to begin with because yeah. it's all handmade. So if I now also start making my own chocolate, that's crazy. Sure, I remember I had in. friends over for dinner and for like two hours, I was arguing against making my own chocolate. But sure enough, fast forward in two months, I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm going to buy a small little home, ta- home melanger and uh, made my first own chocolate. I bought pre-roasted nibs, so super easy. Just threw the nibs in. Didn't care about like how to roast them or anything like that. And put them in the melanger. First time the melanger literally jumped off the uh, the, the kitchen so counter. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because you really have to pre-grind. You can't just throw in the nibs in a okay. tiny melanger mm. because it can't handle it. I mean, it's this tiny machine and you really have to pre-grind, but I didn't quite know. I was just learning. Sure. So I threw the nibs in and the thing was just like rattling across. I'm like, ah, like jumping oh, on it. Um, like, you know, if you've seen like a dish, like a washing machine, just yeah, like, yeah, like moving out. around. So I'm like, button, off, off. Um, but you anyways. sound like off, 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 yeah. off the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it not working? It was like the whole thing, like get this whole home off. <laughs> yeah. So after those first hiccups, uh, I actually managed to make chocolate and, um, I was hooked. It's just the machinery. Again, hmm. I said, I'm kind of going back to being a nerd, right? So I love the machinery. I, I mean, I was just like uh, with my with my partner at the time was just like every night. I was like, what are you looking at? And I'm like, oh, my God, do you see this melanger and this roaster? And oh, you see all these parts. And ha- I was just mm. geeking out on all mm-hmm. the machinery because mm-hmm. kind of working in tech, you do all these intangible things for such mm-hmm. a long time that to actually make something with your hands and, hmm. you know, take yeah, with the I, machines. I that. Yeah, it's, it's so just... amazing. And you have the creativity of actually, you know, bring out a, something, yeah. a, a product that actually has some of your influences in mm-hmm. it. So long story short, I basically was like, screw the truffles. I'm making chocolate. This is just so much more up my alley and this is really what I want to do. And so yeah. I ended up with basically bean to bar. And I always knew I wanted to make it really pure. So all my chocolate is only two ingredients. So it's only the bean and coconut sugar. That's it. Nothing okay. else. So you don't add any water. You don't add any milk or something like that. No. So water added. actually is is uh, detrimental in the process of making chocolate. So uh-huh. the last thing you want anywhere near your machinery outside of when you clean it is water. Because Interesting. Because it kills the emulsion, basically. So, hmm. you know, you have about, depending on the bean, you have about 46, 48 to 52, 53, 4% of cocoa butter naturally yeah. occurring mm. in the cocoa bean. Um, and so, you know, you have this nice emulsion and we all know, like if you put water into that, it, it'll break it mm-hmm, up. So mm-hmm, that's the first mm-hmm. thing you learn. Like if you put a lid on the melanger to keep it warm, you have to be careful in the beginning because there is moisture in the bean. There's typically, depending on how they're fermented and dried and roasted, you will still have a couple of percentage points of water sure. in the bean and you want to get that out. So in the beginning, when you start melanging, you actually have a little bit of condensation. I mean, not like visible, but every time, every blog you read or every chocolate maker is like, you don't want that like dripping back in because even like a drop mm. in a couple of kilos of chocolate could kill it and just mm. basically kill the emulsion. So why are you using then so many chocolate manufacturers like adding milk or cream or something? Well, like they this? don't they... add, they don't add, they add dry powder, right? If you see that on the labels, uh-huh. it's always milk powder because you can't actually add the milk. Then yeah, the the liquid. Because yeah, there's yeah. too much water in there. Yeah. 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 And so it, it goes bad really quickly. So if you have, you know, truffles, they're usually, you know, they have a chocolate shell around it. But if there's like a hole in it and then you basically get oxidation with the water, it'll, it'll actually go bad a lot um, quicker. That's why, you know, a chocolate bar, this will have a shelf life of easily two years. I mean, it actually won't go bad. It just, we can get into the science of that a little later. Um, it, it'll, it'll just change the texture. It'll get a little harder, but it has a shelf life of like five, six years if you put it, you know, in a, in a decent mm, environment. Whereas wow. truffles, 
I mean, unless they're, you know, completely full of additives, like the truffles I was making at the time, I did all these tests. Mm-hmm. Some of them only lasted two weeks. And, that. and, you know, others like maybe four, depending on I the am. ingredients. But it's, it's pretty tough. That's you interesting. Water. So what kind of chocolates did you brought us today? So I brought, so I've, uh, I basically changed the origins um, every year. So this is basically 2017 and I've been evaluating other, other beans um, throughout the year. But this is what I have currently and that's on the website. Or if you go to like Monsieur Marcel yeah, in LA, can. Uh, you can buy it. Um, and we can look up at your, up your homepage right now. And yeah. it's marinemunchies.com. And they are obviously very interesting topics already. So there's the home button that you're a little bit story. What are you doing? And then what else can you discover? Yeah, so at this your is actually a nice segue. So origins. Um, so what you see here is is the different origins I've had in the store before. Um, uh, and this is not everything I have here today because mm-hmm. I basically I sold out of some of them and and might revisit that for next year. But for instance, I brought right there. If you go up a little bit again, Ecuador is one I brought here, which is uh, this one right here. Um, if you click in there, um, you'll actually be able to see uh, the origin on the map, too. If you see on the top left there, if you see the map, uh, if you scroll up a little bit, see there's always the corresponding. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know, wow. like, exactly where everything was before. Yeah, no, no, I think it's great. This, so I it's, love it's, this. Um, uh, actually, interesting fact, uh, cocoa trees only grow 20 degrees north and south of the equator. So you couldn't grow cocoa hmm. trees, you know, here. In Germany. Yeah, or in Germany <laughs> for that matter, yeah. Um, so yeah, what you see there is, um, uh, I, like I said, the five origins. Um, what I do is what's called single origin bean to bar chocolate. Um, so I, essentially, mostly it's actually one farm, but I say single origin. Uh, the, the bean in that particular chocolate will be from that origin. So in this case, Ecuador. Uh, this is also actually from one co-op farm called Camino Verde. Um, but uh, they all have very different, distinct tastes. So mm. if you're familiar with coffee or wine or even water, I mm-hmm. would imagine we're talking about this later, depending on the region, the soil, right, where the water comes through, um, it'll have a very different taste. Yes. So hmm. I typically, when I do tastings, I explain that with wine or, or coffee. Like Correct. We, we, all, coffee. We, we, we talked about this mm-hmm. in episode yeah. two and episode three as well about terra by water. This and, is exactly it. And Stefan told us that our sommelier talked about us about wine has terra that mm-hmm. you can actually mm-hmm. taste where the wine is coming from. Then Michael Musher, the, the Fine Water Society, gentlemen told us okay water has origin and water has terra because it depends where the water is coming mm-hmm. from and what i love from him on episode three is that he even told me the bottle has terra oh and an origin because huh. mm-hmm. for example he had the, the history of the, history the, of the bottles everything. for example we have here roy um from Slovenia, and they found bottles for two or three hundred years ago in almost the same shape in that origin. Ah. So I love this. Mm-hmm. So this was a very, yeah, very interesting. This was a yeah. very interesting story about it. And and Fiji has like this beautiful blue and purple colors that means like this tropical feeling mm-hmm. to it. So every single or like Vichy, for example, here it's like very harsh the bottle shape because this water is very harsh in taste. So I think they they're reflecting themselves mm-hmm. sometimes on the taste on the origin, and I love this. I think this is great. Yeah. So, yeah, do you buy similar. directly from the farms? So, I currently go through uh, a distributor that or importer, whatever you want to call that, uh, that works directly with the farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've wow. actually met um, the 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 guy that operates this farm. He was no at the chocolate way. conference. Yeah. So, that's kind of part of the the bean to bar and the craft um, movement as well is to really know where your food is coming from. Mm-hmm. 
because you know it's so funny like we go into the store we go into i don't know whole foods or something like that yeah. and we care about you know is it organic where is it grown like all these things but then you get to the cash register and you pick up a chocolate bar which i always say candy bar because yeah. most of the time that's what it is hmm. and you just like suspension of disbelief oh it just grows on trees like that yeah. and you know people forget that there's so much slave labor and child labor i mean the only reason you can afford you can afford a two dollar or one dollar chocolate bar or candy bar is because people are not getting paid hmm. and you know and plus there's just not a lot of chocolate in there i mean mm. the minimum amount of, i keep for, i think they keep changing it was about 18 percent of chocolate in the exomy needs to be in a chocolate bar to be called chocolate 18 percent hmm. so that means the rest 82 yeah, percent low bar is mm, essentially yeah. you know other stuff yeah, yeah. which exactly. i don't even want to know what that but means. i love that, that you're saying like. this katya and i think this is absolutely right and this is what drives me always nuts when it comes to water because People going to Whole Foods, people going to Sprouts, people going to all these like farmer markets mm -hmm. and are very concerned what they are buying and purchasing. But I think it's a great thing. You should know where your stuff is coming from. But then they're going to the water aisle and yeah, buying and purified might. water. Yeah. And they don't even think about it that purified water might be highly processed food. They would never buy the highly processed food because they're already concerned about the stuff, what they're taking in. So you should maybe take concerned as well what you're taking in by water mm -hmm. that's the whole point why we created planet water and why i'm a water sommelier because i wanted to showcase that water has taste on the first thing but secondly obviously that water has way more power than everybody thinks water has terror water has an impact on everything what we're doing but i love this katya so yeah, and it's like you know, we both grew up in Germany. It's you go into a supermarket and you have an aisle of like forty different waters. Yeah, and you've had that since you know the since I remember since the eighties. Um, but yeah, um, so going back to that, yeah, so so terroir very very similar to uh, for chocolate. So you know these I don't know if you can see them, but there's you know the different bars and they have different coloring on them. Um, yeah, there's different coloring on them, and that's you know kind of representative of the taste of the mm. chocolate to some extent so i'm trying to sort of mirror the tasting notes uh with the mm. bar and when i do tastings people are always like so what's the difference i'm like well they're all 75 percent they're all two ingredients only but the difference in taste that you will you will see is essentially just the bean and people are typically mm. kind of blown away because they just don't see that in chocolate because again yeah. most people i mean you said really dark what did you have for christmas what kind of percentage do you remember what oh it was, was crazy i think it was 90 percent. oh that's cool yeah that's cool. and i really like it too because yeah. you can just take little pieces and then just really savor mm. that for it's a long really satisfying. time yeah 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 yeah. Mm. yeah yeah and that's the other thing you know you you buy this candy bar which is essentially a sugar bar or a chocolate bar they call it but it's, it's i always say candy bar or sugar bar um and you eat the whole thing right you mm. scarf it down mm. because you're essentially it's a sugar high and it's a sugar yeah, addiction sure. that you're that you're uh, filling up with um where at these bars you know yes they're more expensive because you know there's a lot of work that goes into it plus the farmers are actually getting paid a living wage it's incredibly hard to go cocoa trees i mean i could we could talk just the whole session mm. just about that mm. um but um so you, you kind of have to sort of appreciate that as Yes, you're paying for value. I mean, nobody has a problem, not, not nobody, but a lot of people don't have a problem with buying, you know, a 40, 50, even $100 bottle of wine. So why is it that people assume that, that chocolate has to cost like $5 yeah. or less, right? Yeah. Um, same with water. Yeah, same, same with water. Same, exactly. I mean, the parallels are, are pretty fascinating. And so you need a lot less, right? You have, I mean, the bar is, is about two, 2.1 ounces. Um, but I mean, I 
I can go through that in like a week maybe I have like mm-hmm. one or two pieces a day and I'm like this is great I don't need any more chocolate mm-hmm. so um, yeah people always ask me it's like how come you're not fat <laughs> I'm like well I actually do eat a lot of chocolate but you know it's it's high quality <laughs> chocolate and I, I I'm satisfied a lot more you know sometimes I'm in in my in my um, in my shop and you yeah. know I make chocolate all day and I got a taste and oh my god sometimes it's like it's work and people are like mm. really come on <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the same trust trust me yeah. it's not always easy to drink so much water right, huh? exactly. it's like yeah it's my job to drink water <laughs> but trust me it's very important as well to know where the restrooms are yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure but so where's your production facility so um hence the name marin munchies it's actually located in san rafael which is just north of san francisco and the okay. county is actually called uh, marin county which is how how that whole name and ah. part of the logo is, is kind of reflecting the mountain ranges there and then mm. you know you have the mm there and then the little heart because i really lost chocolate um and then plus it, it kind of ties into sort of native american um language as well mm-hmm. a little bit so it's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of kind mm-hmm. of just like with the colors of the of the chocolate i'm trying to always kind of connect the consumer with the the chocolate and the history of it a little bit mm. great I want chocolate now. All Katja, right. You cannot just talk about chocolate the yeah, whole of time. Course. No, I know. I'm like and eager. And I really I'm need water. So I'm so yeah, 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 please. Yeah, yeah, just, okay, I've been yours. staring at that like that's no, no. torture. I, I don't want that Katya is <laughs> feeling dehydrated at the water podcast. Huh? <laughs> Which it's one like, are we having? Do you this is right now Starkey. Ah. We have Starkey water. Oh, yeah, 11,000 year old water really deep nice. down. Uh, it's pretty cool. I, I love this water. It's a very good water. And it's funny. There's uh, one gentleman who, who operates this spring is German too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. High it's pH really from the Idaho mountains. So I don't know much about it, but yeah. there's not Starkly a lot of TDS springs. in there. No, 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 no. Yeah, the TDS is pretty low. What yeah. It's not really pretty low. It's 360. Oh, wow. So it's not that low. Mm. Because when you think about purified mm. water companies, and we, we saw the picture from Dasani earlier, yeah. they're like between mm. yeah, zero and... 20, 30, Which is maybe crazy, 40 TDS. We had the gentleman who sent us the That's Spokane thinking, TDS yeah. and it was 180 to 204, which yeah, is yeah. like way more than pure. I mean, Los Angeles, yeah, oh, Los Angeles tap water there. in the 300 range. Oh, really? Yeah, yes, Los yeah. Angeles tap water is in the 300 TDS range. So it's like almost yeah. the same like what... Was and this has a lot of has. silica in it, doesn't it? Yes, it's oh, a no, high silica content yeah. water like Fiji. Fiji has a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But still, this is a high silica content water. So Therefore, it's very smooth in the mouth. Oh, that was my mm. question. So silica yeah. makes it really smooth. Silica oh, is a mineral what makes water very, very smooth. Oh, okay. It's very interesting. Even yeah. when the other minerals are very intense, yeah. when there's an extremely high content of silica to it, yeah. then the water creates the smoothness in your palate. It's is pretty that, cool. Does it make like this oily texture? Is that what it is? Mm, or that's not? like the combination of the different minerals yeah. together. Oh. So when it's like magnesium, calcium, sodium, and, and all this ranges, and I, I said it to some guest. We had some guests for like three days ago, right before Christmas, and they asked me as well because I gave them a bottle of Aquilife. Yeah. And this water has a very weird texture. I mm-hmm. don't want to say even weird, but I think it's a positive texture. Yeah, it's, it's like very unique. It's very olive oily. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. almost like you're drinking like high percentage milk. Oh, wow. When you close your eyes and you would put this into your mouth, you would think it's milk, but then you're realizing, no, it's, it, it's mm-hmm. missing the flavor of milk. Oh. So it's very unique. That taste. And <laughs> and people ask me, like, how is that even possible? Because there are always the same minerals in it, like yeah. magnesium, calcium, sodium, f- all these kind of different minerals. But they're always tasting differently, yeah. all these waters. Yeah. And then I'm told them it's kind of like you have, uh, you're giving three different artist people 
three different colors, mm-hmm. or like yeah. the same colors actually, but all the artists will paint you completely different pictures yeah. with the same color schemes. Well, it's the same with the chocolate too. Like, you, you know, there's, there's a limited amount of, of fine flavor bean farms in the world. So mm-hmm. if you buy, you know, craft bean to bar chocolate, high, high end, there's, I mean, for instance, this, the, the Chenzania bar that I have um, is from a farm called Coco Camilli, um, where I've actually also met, met the owner, um, actually ex-Stanford guy. So he basically oh, went, wow. he's from, um, I forget where he's from, I think, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, I think India, Pakistan, somewhere that area, but mm-hmm. he went to Stanford and then he's now um, actually in Tanzania running the farm uh, with a friend of his and hmm. basically really wanting to bring back like high quality cocoa. Um, and work for people in Tanzania. So it's it's actually fantastic. And they produce amazing beans. But uh, there's other chocolate makers that also have Coco Camille. If you look at that in the store, you'll see like Tanzania Coco Camille. But the chocolates taste vastly different because it's, you know, different kind of roasting technique, different kind of melanging and conching. So it makes sense. And, you know, it, completely the same ingredient. Of course, I use coconut sugar. It's a little different. But even like if you compare, I've had other coconut sugar based uh, chocolates with that bean and even the cane sugar ones. It's, it's fascinating mm. how different the taste will be. So where's the big difference between coconut sugar than sugar, what we know, what we can buy at Ralph's and cane sugar? Um, so you can buy coconut sugar actually nowadays. I mean, in, in like health food stores, it's pretty readily available. Um, uh, the, the main difference is it's a lot less processed. So it looks a lot more like brown sugar, which okay. um, actually is processed sugar with molasses added back into it. Mm. So people always think like, oh, it's, you know, you get some mm-hmm. minerals from the molasses, mm. but it's actually not just like that. Hmm. Um, and the coconut sugar typically is a lot less processed. It's actually uh, from, the, uh, from the blossom um, of the coconut tree. And um, uh, it has a lot more minerals left in it, and it has a slightly lower glycemic index hmm. than uh, cane sugar. It's still sugar, so I always say, you know, it's paleo-friendly, but at yeah. the end of the day, you're still, you know, you have to be honest, you're still eating sugar. Um, but, you know, I, I'm doing a mostly paleo lifestyle, so it, uh, you know, it kind of works in with that. But on the, on the flip side, too, if you don't care about that at all, um, I think it really helps bring out the flavor of the bean um, because it has a little bit of that caramel flavor in it. Um, it's not molasses, but it's kind of a little bit like that. So you get a little bit of a more pleasant flavor together with because caramel and chocolate go really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just like the taste profile better. And I personally, I don't mm. eat cane sugar. So whenever I try bars with cane sugar, again, I get overtaken a little bit by the cane sugar taste because I'm so sensitive to it. Um, but, um, so I, I think, you know, it's complementary and doesn't take away from, from the chocolate. And I mean, the general rule is you want to add a little bit of sugar. That's why, you know, they had the 90% mm-hmm. bar, a little bit of sugar helps to really bring out the flavors. I mean, you do that with other things where you just add salt, right. To bring out the flavor. Um, and so that's, that's very similar. And I stick with the 75% because it's, it's, you know, it's not overwhelming, but it's, it's a nice pleasant taste for people that don't want like a 90% mm-hmm. bar. Yeah. Um, and even 100% bars, if it's fine flavor cocoa, it doesn't have to be bitter. I don't know how bitter the 90 was that you had, what kind of brand that was. It's pretty bitter. Yeah. If it's, <laughs> the fascinating thing, and you'll see, you know, of course, it's a 75, but you see that with these, if people always assume chocolate has to be bitter, like dark chocolate has mm. to be bitter. If it's a well-made chocolate and, first of all, a really good bean, it doesn't have to be bitter at oh, all. Yeah. There's all these other flavors, but bitter is always a little bit in there, just like acidity, but it, it doesn't have to be like, oh, bitter. Okay. And I read on your site that coconut sugar might be more environmentally friendly than cane sugar. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, you know, with burning, burning down the forest mm. to do cane sugar farms and all that. So there's a little bit mm. of that. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't, again, uh, there's so many different things uh, that are important for, uh, for different people. But mm. yeah, I, I think, yeah. you know, cane sugar, cane sugar farms need to usually burn down uh, rainforests and those kind of mm. things to, to make that happen. So, yeah. Not really, though. 
Hmm. Yeah. Most interesting. And I mean, I I I try. I buy sustainable coconut sugar. There's also a vast difference of taste in cane and coconut sugar. So Hmm. I same with cane sugar. So I actually I went through I think seven different coconut sugar suppliers to find the one that I felt like worked best with the chocolate that wasn't overwhelming because you also don't want this to taste like bounty right Mm -hmm. sure every bar like oh coconut um and I'm curious to hear actually when you taste it if you actually taste the coconut most people don't but I've had it like oh coconut like a Mm, hint of it like a hint of it yeah Mm. yeah so by the chocolate tasting because by water tastings when we're doing water tasting chance and I we're going from low minerality waters to high minerality waters and then we're introducing afterwards sparkling waters mm-hmm. and then the same concept again from low to high mm-hmm. by a wine tasting you would start with a light riesling for mm-hmm. example like a very very acidic notes then you go into chardonnays at one point mm-hmm. on the white wine spectrum and by red wines you would start with pinot noirs and then sure. going to heavy mellows caps this kind of stuff so by chocolate tastings there's for sure some regulations as well but you should think like okay you should start with this kind of chocolate then build yourself up to this and this and this flavor or it doesn't matter katya um well i, th- I think it matters um but i don't think there's an agreement of how to do it as mm. much as there is in the wine area. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know, I've I've seen different like you know somebody would start with an Ecuador and end with a with a, a Madagascar. Other people mm-hmm. you know do the other way around. So Ecuador is very chocolatey, very dark, deep chocolate okay. flavor. The Madagascar has a lot of sort of raspberry and, and mm. more citrus. So a little notes. bit on the lighter. So a little bit on the lighter side. Um, and I do mix it up even in tastings. I mean, I, okay. I kind of I kind of gauge the crowd a little bit um, to see you know. So is somebody that has a sort of evolved palate or that tastes a lot of different things or has had a lot of craft chocolate, I would probably go from the lighter to the darker. Hmm. Um, if it's somebody, if it's, you know, like a crowd where I don't know anything, I usually start with a crowd pleaser, sneak in a little bit more challenging one and then end again with a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, you want people to not like, oh, start like that because it's hmm. so not what's what wrong expect. with your chocolates right because you know there's an expectation of what chocolate tastes like because of a lot of you know the sort of the candy bars people yeah. have tasted so yeah. you don't want yeah. to just like yeah. you know and all that diversity is from the different beans yes it is that's yeah. so cool yeah that's so it's cool. kind of just See, like water, yeah. That's the reason we wanted to have you so badly on the show because we thought there are so many similarities to water yeah. because we're talking about single origin. We're talking about that the water should be taken care of, that Mother Nature has an impact obviously on the waters. And I see all this same vision right now with the chocolates. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very mm-hmm. interesting. So, okay, what are we starting with? Well, so you want to tell me about your water and then I can see if I can maybe even match it based on no, what you I, I want to do the other way around. Okay, all right. So I thought we're tasting chocolates and then we will see we're tasting two or three waters right next to the chocolate okay, to see which too. which chocolate has an impact on the water and vice versa mm-hmm. all right i think this will be interesting that to sounds see good. so let me see so, so you're doing your spill what you're always doing and we will supplement then some waters in there to see yeah, so if we can actually pair water with chocolate because we never did this before so i think i'm going to try starting with the lighter and going into the darker okay um so i'm going to start with the um uh, should I do Madagascar or Dominican? I think Madagascar. All right. So I'm going to, I was telling you this earlier, I cut myself pretty badly over the holidays. We don't want should that. Should not be left alone with a mandolin, apparently. <laughs> um, so normally I would open this with my thumb, but my thumb. Should thumb I try just, it? Yeah, maybe you try it. My thumb is not doing too well. So let's see. I love the packaging. The packaging is really beautiful. And this looks very, it's very really elegant. Yeah. I love this. Ah, Perfect. 
There we go. Everybody can hear it. It's not that easy to open the chocolates. Oh, you want to get you know, work for it. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Okay, great. All right. So we will taste now 75% Madagascan Sambiriano Valley. Yes, and that's actually a pretty famous uh, valley for, for Madagascar beans. Madagascar beans in general are uh, regarded as really high quality um, and very unique. Um, so they, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. So you will actually get like a nice citrus chocolatey start. Um, I'm going to put this on here. That's a big piece. There's one for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, and then you'll actually get a nice Thank sort you. of raspberry finish, which is kind of cool. And it you know works well with chocolate, obviously, to have raspberry. But again, this is just the bean. There's nothing added. Um, I'm going to put that back in there. Mm -hmm. And you're already eating it, Martin. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> what, what did I do? Can well, I have a second would, piece? How would you feel if people just go like, oh, this is good? Oh my god. Sure. That's actually a really good example of how not to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're afraid. We're not going to be friends I, after I, this. I, I did it again. <laughs> now you know how my wife feels sometimes. Um, all right. So. Mm. Okay, so, so the way to taste the correct way is um, you I think it's great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love already the chocolate. The yeah. first piece was amazing, and so, now let's really taste the chocolate. Yeah, so it's it's basically it's, it's kind of similar to uh, to wine a little bit. You want to you want to smell it if you really want to smell it. I mean, it's actually pretty warm in here, um, so it you know it you can rub it a little bit so you get some oh, of, wow. some sort of the the flavor out, and then you can actually smell it already a little bit because it warms uh, on your finger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you want to get like two things when you taste it. You have a good sized peach, so you want to kind of get the snap, which is basically from the tempering. You hear that, right? Wow. So if the chocolate has not been stored well or not tempered well, you won't get that snap. It's kind of like if you've ever had chocolate laying out in the mm -hmm. sun. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, afterwards, um, even if it's if it's cold again, it'll have that sort of gritty texture. It yeah. means it's out of temper. Mm. Very mm -hmm. interesting. And so the snap, and then you really want to kind of let it... I always close my eyes because I can concentrate better if mm -hmm. I want to really taste. Mm, kind of let it roll around on your tongue so you get the different taste areas of your tongue to mm -hmm. really get the whole mm -hmm. thing. And then you can even do it with wine. You know, people, you see them like... You know, that, like weird sucking in air. Putting the air in here. Yeah, you can do that as well. And then just enjoy it. I mean, it's just, obviously, it's chocolate. It is very yummy, mm -hmm. I have to say. It's very yummy. I really thought it's... I thought it would be way bitter, and it's not. Right? It's not I think bitter. it's, it's almost really like a little little creamy, mm -hmm. creamy it is, mouth it's feeling really to it. It's really creamy and light, and it has like a little... A little acidic note in there mm -hmm. too, and then the slightly fruit complexity comes through. I think. It does. I can definitely get that that raspberry taste. Yeah, off right of at it. the end. I love mm -hmm. this. You get the raspberry. Yeah, on and the, the tip of your tongue. Mm -hmm. Oh that's yeah, amazing. you're right. Yeah, mm, that's on the tip of the tongue mostly. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, and it's when I taste starky to it. Wow. It's very interesting. Stagi comes now suddenly very harsh on your palate. Because we talked earlier about mm -hmm. Stagi. It was interesting to see how Stagi was very smooth. But when you're tasting Stagi right yeah. now, it's very, very harsh. It feels like a, a, like a low mineral water. Yes. Like that really yeah, it's very light. Different. Yeah. Very interesting. Let's add a little bit more silica. I will, I will get Fiji open right now because Fiji is one of the waters with the highest silica content on this planet. So I think it would be interesting. Yeah, it's a lot less... Drink up, huh? It's a lot less... <laughs> Oh Cheers. Cheers! Yeah, we have planet water here. Huh? You need to water. You need to drink water. Mm. 
We're not spitting out water here. So I can just pound this down. <laughs> here we go. Let's see. I will do it again. I love the snap idea. Yeah, so that, you know, if, if you don't get that with the chocolate, it's either, you know, it was not well-tempered to begin with, which with craft chocolate, I doubt. I mean, people really know what they're doing. Um, so it's, it's typically that it just hasn't been stored well. And that's, you know, on the shop or the transportation or something. So it's kind of a shame. And you can't get that back unless you, you know, remelt it and actually temper it, which nobody will do at home. It's kind of a hassle. Fiji is a better water for it. For this chocolate, it feels balanced. This the starky came came off very harsh, and Fiji still has the complexity of this smooth mouthfeel. And I, the interesting part is, I think I just drank Fiji, and I still can taste the chocolate. You know afterwards. what's funny too? The chocolate after this. the starky water also tastes different mm -hmm. than it did mm -hmm. on the empty palate. Like I hadn't. We had this. We had this with the wine too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sometimes the water even. After you drink the water, then you start with the same wine again. The wine tastes completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's quite fascinating. It's very interesting. Mm. What's really interesting with this that actually kills the chocolate a bit. Acidic note I was talking about on the tip of your tongue, mm -hmm. like it enhances it a little bit. Like as soon as you drink it, it's like enhanced. Like the sensation of acidity is enhanced mm -hmm. just for like a moment, but then it just like goes back to the mm -hmm. original taste. I like that. Oh, that's much better. Uh huh? Much better. Mm. With the... Yeah. Fiji is a yeah. much better pairing for this chocolate right now. This could be really interested for, like, conferences and tasting events and such. Mm. Because, Fun, huh? you know, everybody's like, here's some water, but nobody yeah, yeah. ever thinks about, like, Same chocolate, kind of and we water. taste it now, the same chocolate with yeah. two different waters. And the two different waters are not even so crazy out of the world mm -hmm. in TDS. Because Starkey has 360 versus Fiji of 222. So it's very interesting, but Fiji has a little bit more silica than Starkey has. Mm. But the overall mineral content of Starkey is higher than in Fiji. Mm. So I think that's my, my opinion right now, because Fiji is so smooth on your palate, that the creaminess even was involved in the chocolate, and more complexity of the chocolate came out, because the, the mineral composition was a little lower, but plus the high silica content, it was very, very nice. Yeah, I that's, like really, that. that's really fascinating. I actually. really like that. It's really cool. Cool. Huh. All right. So let's try a different one. Yes. Okay. You, Shall I open you it get again? Honest again? Okay. So this is the. I'm going to show the package here. So I have another one. So this is Dominican Republic El Chibao, and uh, also uh, definitely on the lighter side. Um, not quite as, as acidic, light, fruity as the Madagascar, uh, but very similar. Dominican Republic has been growing, uh, you know, commercial. A good quality chocolate for for quite a while um, and uh, so this one I always get hence the packaging too there's a little bit of an orange taste to it which mm -hmm. um, I've made you know I've just made like truffles and mints with just sort of orange um, in it which is really a nice combination so I'm gonna just try to grab that out of here want me to take that away for now or you sure. want to put it to the side so we don't what are the napkins for? Yeah, that's well, I figured, I don't know if it gets too warm <laughs> for your hands. Otherwise, just put the chocolate there. I just don't want okay. to mix them yeah. up. You want me to give me your little thingy there? The little, yeah, yes. Perfect. All Thank right. you. And that. You can put it back in here. 
sip of Fiji. Let's get that. Mm. For palate also, I always tell people when tasting chocolate is, you know, there's no right and wrong. You can taste something completely different than the tasting notes. It's, there's no right or wrong. Everybody tastes differently. You know, some people like bitter, others don't. Some people like sweet, some people like savory. Mm. So everybody has a very different palate. And even on a day-to-day basis, like your palate in the morning is very different before you've eaten or drank anything. Hmm. And then, you know, I have days where I'm just craving the Tanzania and then other days I'm like, oh, I feel like Madagascar today. So it's just... It has a smoky feeling to it. I think it's, it's, it's slightly smoky. Oh, interesting. It does. Tobacco, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally cool. Oh, wow. I really like that. It's definitely more heavier and intense mm-hmm. than the last one for sure. But again, it's not bitter. It's, it's not, not bitter, bitter right? at all. Yeah. And it's a seventy-five percent, so it's, mm. it's you know it's a fairly dark. You're yeah, the tobacco. Do it. The tobacco definitely comes out more. And I get like so towards the end, I always get a little bit of caramel. Mm. Okay. So, Katya, I didn't want to open it because this is a very, very special water. But I have to say, for this Dominican Republic, um, we're going to do this, you know. Um, Because I'm just opening Svalbardi, guys. Svalbardi is an incredible water from Norway, from the Svalbardi region. It's an ice glacier Mm. water. They're harvesting icebergs before they are diluting into the North Sea. And then you cannot drink them, obviously, anymore. Hmm. This is the packaging here, Svalbardi. It's 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 beautifully done. It's, like it's a really Scotch beautiful packaging. Done. Yeah. You know, like a, wow, that's this gorgeous. bottle runs 150 dollars in my restaurant. You're kidding! Oh my At Patina. god. Um, the taste of snow and air. So. That's crazy. And we had a bottle, chance and mm-hmm. I, for a tasting. What was a slightly smoky and taste it did, to it? It had a smoky oh, taste. It has really? a smoky taste to it. So I think it would be very interesting to see this now with a Dominican Republic chocolate. If this water can hold up the taste profile like the chocolate. Mm. And it's so funny, the Fiji now tastes completely different mm-hmm. than after the Madagascar, right? So everybody can hear, we are pouring Svalbardi into the glasses. When you're watching us on YouTube, you can see this beautiful bottle. I highly recommend everybody who is um, just listening to us on the different devices, please check out our YouTube video Thank you. on my YouTube account, Martin Riese, and then just Google Planet Water Podcast or Planet Water the HTML Podcast, and it will show up right away on your YouTube feed. And you should check that out because you should see the chocolates and you should see the different water bottles as well. This is now Svalbardi from Norway. That's a beautiful bottle. Yeah, they did a great job. They really did a great job. And so let's a little see. icicle on top. It's interesting too. I mean, um, I do age my chocolate before mm. I make it. Mm. So it basically gets hand sorted, roasted, melanged, conched, tempered. But between the, um, the last step, between the, after the melanging and conching, I actually store um, the chocolate for a minimum of 30 days before it gets tempered to really kind of melt the flavors together. And the reason I say that now, this has been tempered, but the taste actually still evolves a little bit. So the, the smokiness, the sort of tobacco, mm-hmm. That wasn't in there that much. Um, Very interesting. When these, wow. when these were fresh. It's actually really nice. 
And that's the thing where I'm saying, like, you know, you if you see chocolate in the store, we know it's been stored well, even if it's past the expiration. I mean, mine actually say enjoy by because, it, again, it doesn't really go bad. It's, it, I mean, I have chocolates that are three years old when I started because I put mm. them in my vault to kind of like see how I evolved. Um, and um, it, they're still great. I like this small body with mm-hmm. the Dominican Republic water. I like this. I just tasted Fiji again, and I think the small body is a better one for it. Yeah, the Fiji didn't feel it with the. Yeah. That's good. The TDS is extremely low, obviously, from mm-hmm. an iceberg water. It's a TDS of 21. So very, very low. There are barely any minerals in it. Because it makes sense. It's rainwater at one point. All this water is coming from the same source. It's rainwater. Drips down in the different layers around the world and takes the minerality mm. with them. By Svalbardi, nice. it ices up right away. Mm. So the, the TDS level is very, very, very low from this iceberg water. And I think it's a beautiful pairing. Svalbardi and... Mm. So Norway and Dominican Republic have mm. something together. You're producing both beautiful products. One is water, the other one is amazing chocolate beans. You're totally right. It actually, there's very little harshness in the chocolate to begin with. But mm-hmm. with this water, it's just super clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you just taste the chocolate. Yeah. And that is so important because on a tasting, and this is what we talked with Stefan about it in wine tastings, we want to showcase the wine mm-hmm. in the best possible mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And the same right now with chocolates. We want to not alter the chocolates in a different way. No, we want to showcase the chocolates in the best possible way. And I think with the right water, mm. they will even grow in your palate. And mm. we see it right mm-hmm. now, I think. It was it was fascinating yeah. that Fiji was with the first chocolate very, very good. Now Svabadia, I think, is with the second chocolate very nicely done. Mm-hmm. I love this. Great. Mm, fascinating. Mm. Mm. Yummy. All right. Ready for number three? Sure. My, may I? Mm-hmm. Costa Rica. So this is Costa Rica. Uh, or did all chocolate originate from South America and then they just started? No, actually, um, yeah, South America is actually where it started. Yeah, uh-huh. so the, the Mayans, the Aztec, they, they actually use it as a currency. Um, oh, wow, no way. Cocoa beans were, were just really valuable, so hmm. they had it as money, essentially. So hmm. rich people would have, you know, tons and tons of beans storing hmm. them. Um, so it was, it was always, you know, very luxurious food. Um, Europeans actually added the, the milk that wasn't like if you go traditional recipes there are actually spices in there like allspice huh. and uh, you know chili is a very common one but oh, wow. yeah the, the milk uh, that was added by the Europeans and the mm. sugar to some extent too because they're like this is too bitter like we can't deal mm. with that so but why do you think the, the milk to make it creamier what was the idea behind the, the yeah Europeans? it was it was um, well it was, it was both it was creamier but also um, it was a way to make it cheaper because okay. you would Makes essentially add sugar it, yeah. and milk mm, and sure. uh, you know people liked it but at the mm. same time you could you know milk chocolate I mean, most milk chocolates have like 20 30 percent cocoa and the rest is you know sugar uh, and milk yeah milk um, is way cheaper to yeah so it's way cheaper cocoa. and they had a lot yeah. of it in Europe so you know it was just not not much of a problem hmm. So this is actually, um, whenever I do tastings with this one, I always ask people, like, do you drink alcohol? Most people are like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I always, um, I used to love scotch. Um, I can't anymore because very little known fact, but um, actually scotch most of the time has uh, gluten in it because really? they use caramel color 
uh, to actually color the scotch to make it uniform looking because the caskets uh -huh. will um, casks not casket I always do that mistake bad mistake <laughs> um, the casks <laughs> not cool uh, the casks um, they will they will change the color of the the scotch but they're not all the same so consumers want them to look all the same mm. in the shell so they add caramel color mm. which then introduces thank you very much gluten um, so I learned that the hard way because it, distilled liquor typically even if it's made from wheat or barley is fine but I kept getting sick and so yeah caramel color mm, look at so, that but wow. This, I think, would, if, if I remember it correctly, goes really well with uh, whiskey, uh, scotch. Um, but then I've discovered um, mezcal. And this one, actually, I think is a perfect oh, blend really? um, to like a mezcal uh, with this kind of chocolate. Because it has a lot of plum, molasses, raisin. It's a, it's mm. a very sort of, I hate to say it because I'm a total feminist, but it's like a, it's like a very manly chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, try it. I mean, just give it a, give it a shot. Especially, it's very, I thought it was interesting. In the beginning, it's like, oh yeah, there's a chocolate. And then suddenly it pops open. Mm -hmm. And all the aromas are flying into mm -hmm. your palate. To me, it has like a spicy taste to it. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. why I like it with the mezcal. Because mm -hmm. there's just a lot yeah. going on. Mm -hmm. And there's some spiciness. There's the sort of plum, dried raisin. It's just sort of and it does, the raisiny taste is really strong mm -hmm. to me. Svalbardi doesn't work. No? I just said Svalbardi. Oh, interesting. I kept some of that too. That's That doesn't work. And we need a water now because Svalbardi feels now like lost hmm. in the powerful mm -hmm. aromas mm. of the chocolate. We need something a little bit higher in minerals yeah. now. I'm going to go for a sparkling. Yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. Let's open some Vichy Catalan cool. from northern part of Barcelona. And people who... That's quite salty, who, right? Yeah. yeah. And people who don't have access to Vichy Catalan, there is another brand in Germany. Uh, it's called Gerold Steiner. It's a very famous brand. And you can buy it here at Trader Joe's for $1.50, I believe. Huh? $1.49, yeah, $1.50 for, for a bottle of Gerold Steiner. So please, guys, when you don't have the waters, obviously what we're drinking here, go to your grocery store and for sure they will have something similar to it. So my opinion always is when you don't have Vichy Catalan, accessible try Gerald Steiner. Gerald Steiner is great. Where's Apollinaris on the scale there? Because that's pretty salty. Yeah, Apollinaris is between Gerald Steiner and Vichy. Ah, okay. Yeah, 2,800 yeah. TDS is Apollinaris. Yeah, the Gerald Steiner is 2,500 TDS oh, wow. and Vichy right now what we have in our glasses is 3,050. Wow. Oh yeah, that's the Red Bull of waters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try so that. Let's see. That's yummy though. Yeah, salt makes everything mm. better. That is cool. Mm. I love this now because it it the carbonation level and it it holds up. Yeah. It holds up to the chocolate. You still can taste the chocolate, and the chocolate feels because the chocolate is very rich in your palate. It feels a little bit more refreshing. Mm -hmm. The chocolate totally does. I like this. I really like this. I wonder if the this might be a little crazy, mm. but I wonder if the oxygen bubbles that sort of in your mouth will actually sort of still hold, hold up, up to, mm. to pull the chocolate mm. out. I don't know, because, you, you know, that's why you do the sucking. You get some oxygen in. This is really cool. Oh, that's great. I like that. But we all know salt and chocolate can oh, be very yeah. interesting yeah. combination. And we have here in Vichy Catalan over 1,000 milligrams of sodium, guys. 
So it's a very salty water. I and did some I did some experimenting with salt and chocolate and my poor friends they were like, You should try salt and chocolate. I'm like, Okay. So I gave them a bar and they're like, Not enough and so I oh, did wow. like two, three more and then the third one they're like, Okay, whatever, they want more so I put like and it didn't taste all that salty, but the next morning oh my she God. called me and she's like Oh my God, we woke up in the middle of the night just parched and then we were drinking the whole time and then we had oh, to go no. to the bathroom the whole time. So they had like... I'll Speaking of bathrooms... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Chance. <laughs> At least he knows where the bathrooms be are. Right They're very, they very important. So this will be, will be fine. We planned that, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, guys, it is important and this is like... I don't want to say a live show, but we are taping once... And then we don't cut it really in the back. So this can happen and we're not cutting anything out. So right now it's Katya and me uh, because Chance has to go for a little break. Okay, Katya, that was that was really cool All so right. far. What else do you brought so for us? So I also have... God, that was yummy, huh? That yeah, was really, really yummy. Nice it was like, it's fascinating, guys. And again, yeah. when you're listening in or when you're watching us, please try it at home. It's so important and you can... Uh, send an email to to Katya, obviously, and she's more than happy to send you some chocolates. So, what's your what's your? Yeah, sure, <laughs> guys. Let's let's face it, huh? We we all need to make money here, so Katya will not do it for free, but she's more than happy to sell you, obviously, the beautiful chocolates, because there's a lot of they get a lot of passion yeah, and, you, and a lot of things in it. If you reference the podcast, I'll uh, I'll throw in some nice discount. As oh, well. yeah. Do you hear this? So there's mm-hmm. a little discount when you reference uh, Planet Water, Water Sommelier, Martin Riese, Katya, or I'm Thirsty. So yes. then there will be a little discount for you for the be- amazing chocolate bars. And you should really try it at home. Buy several spring waters and then taste all these different chocolates. And you will be amazed how different the chocolates will taste uh, with the waters. So we're going to Tanzania right now. Yes, that's Tanzania. And and where can they order this? Again, on the homepage, obviously, yeah, marinmanchis.com. So there's, there's the website. Um, and uh, I'm basically mostly selling through website and at events at this point. I'm okay. still a pretty young company. But there's a store here in LA called uh, Monsieur Marcel. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Martin, can I give this to you? Yes, sure. Uh, where you can buy it directly in the store. And oh, hopefully nice. uh, soon enough in many, many more stores. Or... If you're wanting to stay, we're visiting LA, and actually, let me give you the desert piece. Um, and you want to stay at a fantastic hotel, there's a Petit Amitage in Beverly Hills, and they actually have it in the room. Oh, so you even can better. Have a really nice. nice night is a fantastic place, and at the same time, you can enjoy some, some chocolate. incredible chocolates. Pretty awesome. And then, is there an email address as well where they contact you? Uh, yeah, just, I mean, basically send it to uh, contact at Marin Munchies or Katya at Marin Munchies. It'll, it'll get to me. Anything cool. that you send to marinmunchies.com cool. at marinmunchies.com will actually reach me. And again, guys, when you didn't listen into it through the email address, now I will blend it in later on on YouTube. And you can always send us here at planetwaterpodcast at gmail.com an email too. And we are more than happy to further that to Katya when it's about Marin Munchies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Okay. All right, so we got uh, we Tanzania. got Tanzania, and uh, yeah, I uh, this is fantastic beans. This is actually one of my one always been my favorite, one of my favorites. Um, fantastic farms. They do a lot of work uh, with the with the people in that region to really help them out, give them jobs. Um, as you can see, a lot of women working there as well. Great. So um, it's it's uh, pretty great work they're doing, uh, especially Africa. You know, obviously. 
uh, that region uh, not you know not super wealthy so they're they're doing a lot to really help people be more sustainable mm. um, in in their country and that's important guys i think yeah. this is like mm -hmm. what we always should do when we buying grocery stores when we buying something i think it's very important that we're supporting people in in countries where they can make a living from it as well and we all know here in los angeles they just raised our minimum wage to 12 dollars. trust me a lot of people would love to have 12 dollars yeah. per hour Uh, that looks in some countries completely different. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to maybe spend one or two dollars more on the product, but then you know at least um, the right money will be uh, get to the right people. Yeah, I mean, most cocoa farmers in like Ivory Coast or, or Ghana, um, those areas um, of, uh, of Western Africa, uh, there's still a lot of slave labor. There's a lot of child labor still mm -hmm. happening. I mean, a lot of the larger chocolate companies are trying to eradicate that, but you know, quite frankly, probably not hard enough. And most of these people live on less than a dollar a day. So Crazy. they're all living in poverty. And, you know, and if, if you want to be selfish for a minute, that also means that a lot of the younger generation, if they don't have to, they will not go into cocoa farming because mm. they're like, why are we doing this? Like we're working sure. our, you know, our backs off and it's, it's really tough work. It's really tough labor. Um, and, you know, we're, we don't see a future in, in, in doing this, um, yeah. in doing this farming, this cocoa yeah. farming. Um, so yeah. what you see there actually on the picture is little, little cocoa trees. Seedlings. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. takes about six years to go from seedling to actually bearing fruit. Oh, um, wow. So kind of going back to like, it takes a lot of work and a lot of investment to actually make that happen. Wow. Anyways, um, so yeah, Tanzania. Uh, so a little bit of acidity, a um, little bit of citrus. Um, I chose to actually roast this a little bit more. Um, so you get a really nice dark chocolate flavor mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, some, some citrus, some acidity, but very mild. So it's a very pleasing to the palate. That's right. I thought in the beginning it would be stronger mm. than the first one, but it's actually the beginning is very strong and then it mellows up mm -hmm. very nicely. Yeah, and I don't know if you get that, but it tastes a little darker. Mm. It's been roasted a little bit longer than some of the other ones I have. Hmm. This will be interesting now. I have a feeling that Vichy is too strong for it. Mm -hmm. mm. It will it will eliminate the, the, the beauty of the chocolate now. Yeah. Hmm. It's nice with the salt though too. I kind of Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Let's see, I'm of off, um, offering Hilden right now. Let's see what Hilden can do with this chocolate. Mm. So Hilden TDS of 312, but it has sparkly bubbles. It's the officially water of the Buckingham Palace. Oh, so God. Queen Elizabeth is drinking this. And Hilton's really citrusy as well. Yes. Oh, yeah? So mm. I thought that oh, might cool. be interesting to, to, to see if Hilton is a better fit now. Look again, huh? I, I try to keep it simple with like one or two bottles. And now we have already one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six bottles here. Yeah, that's the beauty of diversity in chocolate yeah. and water. It is much better than Vichy. Mm -hmm. You have the chocolate flavors coming back yeah, out now. You're right. Totally mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. the, the Vichy was too strong for the Tanzanian Yeah, one. the Vichy kind of makes it taste sort of ordinary. You, mm -hmm. you kind of lose that flavor journey. Correct. I mean, it's still pleasant and nice because the salt kind of, you know, brings out flavor, but not like the flavor profile. Yeah. yeah. No, I like, I like Hilden for this. This is great. Mm -hmm. 
This is great. This mm. is so crazy. I love this. This is awesome. To me, it really brings out the minerality of the Hilden. Like mm-hmm. it has that similar magnesium flavor that you sort of get from a, a Roy, that like you can really taste in the Roy. But without the chocolate, like I've never tasted the, that, this that minerality before, that yeah, magnesium yeah. in the Hilden. That's really cool. So interesting. You think it will even, the chocolate enhances now the water, mm-hmm. not yeah. the other way mm-hmm. around. Very cool. I like this. Nice job. This goes really well with that. That's awesome. I think so too. This is Hilden is a great water mm-hmm. for it. I even need to look it up later. I think our podcast to see and to remember myself again. <laughs> yeah, like, no, okay, Tanzania was England now, huh? So this is the combination thing. right there. Yeah, and we had what did we have? Dominican Republic and Norway or something? Yeah, kind of remember that. Very fun. Okay, we're going to Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is Ecuador. This is actually the first one we looked at um, when we looked at the website. Um, so Ecuador, very well known to have really, really good chocolate, and I always call this like the chocolate lovers' chocolate. Hmm. Um, because it's uh, really just intense chocolate flavor. And for that matter, going back, you know, kind of going full circle with my story of how I got here, um, I call this my Nutella chocolate because it has oh. some sort of nutty aftertaste. Hmm. Okay. Um, some people get almond. It depends on the, the day for me too. But most of the time I actually got a little bit of a hazelnut aftertaste, which is kind of cool. Because, you know, chocolate and hazelnut go really well together. Okay, so we got one for you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. All right, Martin, ready for the next one? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. So yeah, this Ecuador. is just full-on chocolate, chocolate explosion in your mouth. Mm. Um, feels like just super. That's why when I do tastings where I don't know the crowd that well, I typically start with like a Tanzania or Ecuador, even though it's really strong. I kind of want to rope people in. Mm. Um, So typically I I do the Tanzania unless I really can't read the crowd because um, when I when I do events, too, it's like it's funny, like depending on the crowd, it's very different of what people buy most of. Um, So, you know, you can never tell. It's like, I think, you know, this will do well or this will do well. It's Mm. it's. It's pretty interesting how the... the Do you think this is the most powerful chocolate you have in your portfolio? Powerful in terms of just... Flavor flavor? profile, like the most intense, the most richness? I think it kind of... I mean, we had the Costa Rica, right? Where you both said Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, there's like so much going on. And I think the Ecuador is similar in that, but it doesn't have as many flavor nuances in there. But it has absolutely this Nutella feeling. Right? It, it's so it's funny. It's got that hazelnut thing yes. going on. Totally. Like immediately. Oh, wow. It tastes like a, like a milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's, I've heard that many times, too. Yeah, people always say, there's nothing oh, in there. Wow, I'm like, that's no. that's incredible. And the different layers of flavors, just like it changes. Mm-hmm. Like from the instant it goes in your mouth till... And we need something still again, like, and again, not bitter, right? No, I mean, not bitter at all. Of course, it doesn't have this this super heaviness bitterness. Mm-hmm. It's more like this milkiness and hazelnutty. Yeah, and it just like evolves the, 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 in your mouth. Yeah. Correct. So I think we need to go back to still. I wouldn't go sparkling. Yeah, and this has very low acidity. I think of all the chocolates, this has uh, the lowest mellow. Wow. I've actually made an 85% of this um, for a friend of mine who just loves super dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some private label like, just for you. And she bought like the whole batch. And um, the 85 actually was really nice. So I might do that going forward. 
because it was super mellow for it i mean the 85 and the 75 wasn't actually all that different and all that different i'm tasting myself through the different still waters right now because fiji uh, didn't didn't made it for me right now yeah the sparkling just kind of killed it a bit yeah You want another piece? I got more. No, it's good. Okay. Let's see. So Radi, I had the Starkey. Starkey is way better again. Mm -hmm. Now to Fiji. Very interesting. I think I know Let's who we're going to lose to the restroom next. <laughs> <laughs> Starkey. Oh, really? Hmm. Huh. Mm -hmm. The Svalbardi is... is too low it doesn't doesn't hold up mm -hmm. to the profile of the chocolate so it's it's just disappearing fiji had a weird mouthfeel to the chocolate Starkey is very good oh that's yummy here we go that's so cool thank you Because mm -hmm. we need, let's say again, it's, let's face it, it's all about mineral compositions and the interaction of minerals with the minerals of the chocolate. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like yeah. chemical play game. The Fiji mm -hmm. didn't hold it up. The Svalbardi was way too low. Mm -hmm. The here, the 300, what was it again? 360, oh yeah, 360 total the soft solids. They're holding up to the chocolate, mm -hmm. doesn't overpowering it mm -hmm. like no, Hilden, okay. Vichy, and and uh, or, or even a Roy would do, or Gerald Steiner. This is way too strong, and we would kill all the flavors of the chocolate. Um, but I think the Starkey really brings it up. I love this. Yeah, it's great. No, good call. From Idaho Mountains. Good dunk. So cool. Idaho and Ecuador, huh? Yeah. You both. <laughs> <laughs> One is so for temperature, um, these are all room yeah. temperature, the waters, right? Is yeah. that what you recommend generally yes. for? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're always tasting everything. And a lot of people ask me already about the temperature of water. I think in the restaurant, I understand that people saying like, what do you have room temperature water? I want to drink my water cold because they want to refresh themselves. Mm -hmm. So what we think the best temperature for like refreshing yourself and hydrate yourself in water would be around 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. That means around 16, 7 degrees Celsius. So it's kind of like what you would do with a red wine. Mm -hmm. yep. You're slightly chilling it down. Yeah. Because when you're drinking this slightly chilled, the temperature goes right away in your mouth. First, you have this refreshing impact of this slightly chilled mm -hmm. beverage. And then the temperature goes right away into your body temperature and you can actually taste all the flavors out. When you would chill down all these waters, like extremely... Yeah, you can't taste anything. You cannot taste anything. Yeah. And I think yeah. the same would be with your chocolate. When yeah. you have oh, them in a refrigerator absolutely. and you bring them out right away and then you, you're eating them, uh, yeah. you would say, okay, uh, yeah, it tastes kind of like chocolate, but you wouldn't notice the beautiful nuances. Yeah. It's the same with our cheese-cutted patina. Mm -hmm. 
A lot of people are always saying, your oh, cheese needs to be refrigerated. Yeah, absolutely. In the night, we are refrigerating mm -hmm. our cheeses. Yeah, but, but you don't want to eat yeah. fresh from the refrigerator a cheese mm -hmm. because no. it's disgusting. In yeah. texture, yeah. it's very hard. The, yeah. the creamy cheese are super hard suddenly. Yeah. You think you're, you're tasting butter mm -hmm. from the texture and the taste is completely mm -hmm. gone. Yeah. So, therefore, you want to have them on room temperature and all these waters. And that's the reason we have this beautiful water closet behind me and where we're always grabbing the waters from. Uh, all this water is on room temperature because we really want to see exactly everything what the water has to offer. And when you're chilling a water down, it will hide flavors. And we don't want to hide flavors at all. We want to discover yeah, it's, the it's, flavors. It's the same is true. I mean, you mentioned the chocolate in the fridge. And, you know, people always ask me, like, should I put it in the fridge? I'm like, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, because there's two problems. First of all, there's the problem of it's too cold. You can't taste it unless mm. you actually bring it to room temperature and then taste it. Um, and then the second problem is if it's cold and then you take it out, you get condensation depending on the humidity in your yeah. in your in your environment. Yeah. And then you get water. And we talked about earlier that water and, and chocolate, if you know, they taste good together, but you don't want it on the chocolate mm -hmm. or in the chocolate. So once you get condensation, it'll actually draw out the sugar crystals out of the sugar. So uh -huh. you get what's called sugar bloom. You've probably seen that too, like these white spots. It's yeah, not yeah. mold or anything. It's yeah, actually yeah. just the sugar being drawn out no by moisture. Way. So you don't wow. want to store uh, chocolate in a really cold environment or in a very moist environment. So, you know, you want to have the the uh, um, the humidity ideally below 50 percent. Um, mm. So I, you know, I store I store my chocolate sort of at home in a wine fridge has 60 degrees Fahrenheit. It's still mm. a little cold for eating it. Um, it's OK for uh, for storing it. Uh, best temperature for storing chocolate is usually like 65 to 68, maybe 70, but that's kind of pushing it. Um, and uh, yeah, if you you know if you take it out, you definitely want it more so like the 68, 70 kind of range to to really taste it on your on your palate. It's great advice. Yeah, yeah, it's great advice. Thank you so much. That was fun. I have oh, to say, huh? Wow. This is this was really <laughs> this was really amazing. Uh, thank you so much. We have one hour and twenty minutes. Uh, wow. on our clock right now um this was great katya thank you so so Thanks so much for having me this was fun no this was, was very interesting um, my wife nancy will be very happy because she's in the background <laughs> she didn't want to say hello into the camera today but she's in the background listening into it and reading a book and she has to taste now all the waters and all the chocolates <laughs> so that's her because i have to break down the whole studio to get my living room back to a living room and not to paramount pictures what it looks like <laughs> right now here so and in the meantime my lovely wife will taste all the different chocolates and maybe she will share her impression next time cool awesome. Again, Katja. Thanks for having me. This is mymanches.com. Please check it out. Uh, get yourself some great chocolates. Get yourself some amazing waters in the store. And remember, guys, uh, drink healthy, eat healthy, stay thirsty, be hydrated, and be a better person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Happy great. holidays. Happy holidays. I wish you all the best. Uh, Chance and myself will produce the episode five on. New Year's Day, we told us, yeah, huh? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. oh, my God. Well, you better only have water. <laughs> lots and lots of water. <laughs> it will be, it will be, I, Catalan, yes, right? it will be the hangover <laughs> podcast, what we thought, because we will work till at least three o'clock, I think, in the night. Mm. So this will be interesting to see how long we can, yeah, we, we can make it. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Thanks, everybody. I wish you all the best and stay thirsty and we hear each other on Planet 5. Have a good one, guys. See you. Good night. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.